Hello, everybody, and welcome to All Sports Best. I'm Trey Gonzalez, and I'm here with a very special guest, Nick Russo of Swish Factor and the NBA Never Stops on Instagram. If you haven't yet, you should go and check them out. Um, 151,000 followers uh, for Swish Factor, 133,000 followers for the NBA Never Stops. Really, really cool here. Nick, how are you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Doing well. Thank you very much. I really wanted to start off with kind of like how you got started on all of this and how this all came about uh yeah for sure so first i want to thank you for having me yeah Um, thank you and so i started the nba never stops on instagram in june of 2017 and um back then i was a college freshman and my only major was sports communications Mm. which if you don't know what that is that just relates to like sports media, sports journalism, and so on and so forth. So I just, my passion is the NBA and basketball and, 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 you know, just basketball in general. So I just wanted to, a way to put myself out there and, um, you know, just see what happens, kind of. I didn't really have, um, you know, like a, a goal in mind, just see how it goes. And so I started the NBA Never Stops and kind of just flew up from there I would um, really look for any little way to uh, get exposure for example I would like follow every single one of my followers Mm -hmm. which does wonders for you believe it or not Um, you know I'd be really engaging with my comments which is obvious enough but also I would um, comment on a lot of other huge accounts already like established accounts and Um, you know, give my spin, my take on whatever they were posting about. And that would do pretty well. Um, You know, once more people like your comment, it gets more and more exposure on whatever post that is. And then people look at your page and then they follow you. So you should do that a lot. I would collaborate with a lot of other established accounts. And I would do a lot of um, the editing and creating of the posts and content. And then they would post it and, they would have a lot more followers than me at the time, so that would also get me exposure. So, uh, really, it was just like a, a big, big grind, and it was a lot of scrappy work, a lot of uh, time dedication. And once you get, once the ball starts to roll, it, like the domino effect begins, and the followers just continue to come. And then as they come, it just gets easier and easier and easier. So, um, yeah. And then, okay. so I hit 100,000. In, and this was all by yourself, starting from zero. Yes. Wow. And then in July of this past summer, it a hundred thousand. So it took fourteen months. And then it's a, in September, I got in touch with uh, Mark, who was the previous owner of the Swish Factor. Mm-hmm. He had about one hundred thirty thousand at the time, and he was looking to move on from his account. And uh, he gave me the opportunity to uh, fully take over the account. I jumped on that, and uh, since then I've just been doing the same techniques that I do for the NBA Never Stops, and that wasn't th- that is just the only real challenge with that is finding you know more posts and yeah. allocating the time between the two accounts. But there was already an established following on there, so it wasn't um, you know as nearly as challenging as it was building up the NBA Never Stops. But yeah, I would just say the the main basis of it all is being really consistent and um sending out good content good content is definitely you know the the core 
core of it has to be re- like unique and right. find a way to di- differentiate yourself from other pages. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Okay, so I mean, when you talk about it, you said you had to use time management. You had to dedicate a lot of different. Uh, well, really, probably make a little bit of sacrifice as well. Right now, as you have these two accounts, you obviously have people that are looking to find your account through, or um, I'm sorry, find your post uh, throughout the day because they look forward to it. How do you find the time to do it, or do you schedule posts? How does that work? Mm, yeah, that's a good question. So, <laughs> kind of funny. The other day, I was just speaking to my friends and. He uh, mentioned a scheduling app, which I didn't even I didn't even think about that. Never looked into it, and uh, like I was like, wow, that would that would do wonders for me because <laughs> you know staying up all hours of the night, stay, like yeah. always looking to make something. But if I can make things in advance and post it, that would be amazing. But so I, I don't I don't schedule my posts. Basically, just short answer. Um, wow. I guess so. I, I post on the NBA Never Stops five times a day and Goodness. the swish fa- and the swish factor usually around three mm-hmm. so it's a lot it's definitely a, a challenge to find like unique stuff but i mean it's it's doable if, if like you are passionate about the nba and you're just like looking for more things like and uh yeah just so what i usually do is before i go to sleep i make four posts Two on the NBA never stops. Two on the Swish Factor, and overnight posts generally do pretty well. So mm. I get those uh, four out of the way right before I go to sleep, and that, I usually go to sleep pretty late, like you know, like two a.m., three a.m. depends. So um, that kind of counts towards the, the following day. <coughs> Sorry, um, and then during the day, then with those two out of the way, I, I just have to find three for the NBA never stops. And one for the Swish Factor, and the NBA is, I mean, no pun intended, kind of like never, never literally stops. So never like stops. There's always, <laughs> there's always stuff <laughs> popping up, and there's like, I got now I'm doing like a Did You Know like series, and I've done like Manu Bull and Shaquille O'Neal. I, I just feel like there's literally like endless content, and yeah. it really is. It's it's challenging, but it's it's kind of easier than you think at the same time because there's such a big you know, like ocean of content. Yeah. And when you're doing stuff like this, I mean, social media, it it is a hobby for a lot of people, especially when they do it personally, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, you want to post about your family. You want to post about something that happened. There's a fine line between running a social media account and it being fun and it being work. Where is (laughs) it for you right now? Ooh, that's a really good question. Hmm. I would say it's, 75% fun. Okay. 25% work. And because, you know, I love the NBA. Like, so finding stuff to post isn't like I would be doing it anyway. I'm just making content out of it now. Yeah. The work part of it, though, is kind of like the obligation to post. Like, if there's a day where I'm really busy, like, like finals week during college or I'm just, you know, out with my friends for an entire day. Yeah. If you don't post, you will definitely see, uh, like a negative impact on your wow. growth. Cause that's the thing about constant growth, constant posting kind of, you know, correlates to constant growth. And mm-hmm. if you stop, definitely you see a huge, uh, correlation. So, 
if like I'm really busy, the work part of it is, oh my god, I need to find something to post. Otherwise, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall behind. And then once you fall behind, it's a lot more challenging to you know get yourself back up to uh, like the amount of accounts that you were reaching. Yeah. Previously, so yeah, but it's definitely more of a hobby, and I just genuinely enjoy posting and like seeing the results come. Okay, and that totally makes sense. I mean, I. I'm wondering a little bit more about your um, your interest in the NBA. You like basketball a lot. You like watching it. You like talking about it. You like posting about it. Do you play the sport yourself um, for fun, or did you play it in high school? How close yeah, are so you to actually playing? I'm a very average basketball player. <laughs> I played I <got> you. <laughs> for my high school, and um, – I mean that, that that's really about to the extent of my highest level of playing nowadays um, in my college's gym or nice. my hometown local gym just shooting threes I'm a shooter <laughs> but besides for that I'm very very average player but I, I honestly find more I mean I obviously my root of the passion started from playing but I would say it's equally like with the NBA and playing. So just like okay. watching it and like analyzing it and stuff, the like the storylines. So um, yeah, yeah, but there's not there's not much to Nick the basketball player. I got you, and that makes a lot of sense. I mean, if you are spending so much time on this, you don't have as much time to get those three pointers up in the gym, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. I wanted to know a little bit more about what these accounts have done for you. Obviously, it gets you that exposure. You can promote things a lot easier. Um, you can get your opinion out there and, and get noticed. Obviously, you were noticed by the Miami Dolphins because you were able to put it on your resume and actually work with them. How, how did that come about and what did you do? Right. So um, the Dolphins were the first professional sports team in America to implement a fully digital marketing strategy. Mm. So um, since I started this account and it was growing at such a rapid pace, I think I was about, I was, I was about 40, 50,000 at the time that they interviewed me. But anyway, so they were just really mm. interested in how I was able to grow this account at such a rapid pace, even though like it's MBA, it like honestly doesn't matter when working in sports. Like, there, there were a lot of people um, at the Dolphins that, you know, they're not the most passionate sport fans. Right. So um, if you just have experience, that's something that um, is valuable anywhere, regardless of your knowledge in sports. So um, I'm not the biggest football fan. But, um, yeah, so basically they just were really interested in the, my one Instagram account at the time and um, – then I landed a marketing internship with them over the summer, in which I was in Miami from uh, May until mid-July, and just worked with their marketing team, um, you know, developing their digital strategy and um, content creation, and it was just an overall really amazing experience. I would encourage anyone to apply to their internship program in the summer. It's a really amazing opportunity. Yeah. And, um, so yeah. I mean, just, were you able to give tips to people there um, that were above you or maybe like um, managing you and your department or did they kind of just see what you did and, and learn from you that way? 
Um, I think I definitely did more learning from them than okay. But the um, like this one, um, one of my coworkers, one of the managers, and like strictly digital marketing rather than marketing in general. He, me, and him would like work closely together, and we would just like talk really. I guess passionately about like all the algorithm changes and like oh, yeah. like what's working, what's not working, and then I would kind of like spread onto him what I saw working, and then he would pass on the word to their like actual content creation team. But for the most part, it was just like um, like I was doing a lot of research for them, and they would use like our research and uh, use that to improve like what they were doing. Awesome. Also, I want to know a little bit more about your personal preferences or opinions in the NBA. I know you have a big passion for it, so I've got to know what you find to be the most exciting thing about the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the storylines. I would, I would probably say because differing from other sports, I feel like the NBA is very uh, individual and player-centric. Mm-hmm. So going into each season, there's always like new storylines, but it really isn't or rarely isn't about the teams. It's really about like LeBron or Anthony Davis. This season's about like where's Anthony Davis going to end up going. Right. So kind of just from season to season, it's just what like what's the what's the new storyline? Um, whose legacy is improving this season? Like like Steph Curry, like the one yeah. six years ago not even like an, an all-star I believe right. it was 2019 2013 he was just he was just blooming out onto the scene it's and crazy. then 2019 he's a three-time champ two-time mvp so just like now he's probably top three top five point guard of all time so that's something that i also like because i love to like debate i really love to debate honestly that's one of my like mm. uh, that sparked my interest in the nba a lot so i got uh, you yeah so I wanted to know what your stance is and how much you enjoy, because you have to enjoy the social media beef that goes on between players, um, you know, the crap talking that happens or the KD situation, the burner accounts, all that stuff kind of comes all together. And it just it's a bundle package for an NBA fan that's just like, you know what, that gives me an extra reason to watch the NBA, you know, tomorrow <laughs> night or this game between you know, this player and this player, it's going to get a little bit heated. These are some of the things that we like to watch out for. Does the NBA do that better than anybody else? I definitely think they do. Maybe I'm a little biased, but I think they're, they're definitely the most social media active. Yeah. And I think the results are obvious. Like, I don't know the Twitter statistics, but on Instagram, uh, the, the NBA has like over 30 million followers. Wow. And the NFL, the MLB, and the NHL, aren't even close so and i believe just you know by my eyes experience that the nba players are just generally more active Mm -hmm. on like twitter and instagram and i i I definitely just think that that you know relates to why the nba is so like exponentially growing but yeah their their activity on all social media platforms i think sparks an interest from fans because I mean, just like off of my own account, like there have been people that have DM me that have said like they didn't even have an interest in the NBA and then just from learning about it and seeing all the posts, like they suddenly have a interest in it. So I think you don't really see a lot of D 
the other leagues doing this, especially because the NFL and the MLB in particular have um, stricter copyright rules. Okay. The NBA is very lenient. Like you can, you can post their videos and their highlights and you know all that jazz, and they they want that, and I think that's what has led to their like real rise. I wanted to know a little bit about your favorite players currently in the NBA um, and why they're your favorite. Yeah, so my favorite player growing up was Kobe. He was my role model growing up. Um, my favorite team is the Lakers, naturally. Nice. Um, why, why, did, why did I grow up loving Kobe? I think I got into Kobe because of his charisma and just his like whole like vicious personality um i just really enjoyed watching him play i just thought that the most you know basic route that he was extremely exciting like you know back then back then i didn't really care about all the tough shots and probably not the best shots he was making but to me back then i was like whoa like that he's he's insane and um then i just like dive deeper into like his interviews and all about him I, I just generally find some like really really interesting like his work ethic and just really inspiring guy um sure but now i'm just a laker fan generally and uh glad to have LeBron on the team <laughs> obviously of i think course. we have a really amazing future ahead of us i think you're going to see a different team next year i think at least two of the four young players will be <clears throat> traded this offseason. I would probably predict Ingram and um, probably Hart, maybe Kuzma if it needs to be him. But um, I think this is going to be a big shakeup in Lakerlands and, uh, you know, really excited to see where that goes. Yeah, for sure. And I, and I was kind of wondering, since you are involved so deeply with social media, what do you think about all the Kobe uh, memes and things like that about his Mamba mentality? Have you seen those? It's kind of like a comedy. Yeah, so I guess I kind of started that, actually. No way. Yeah. So it started out literally probably a week ago. I was posting. I was just not knowing what to post. And when I don't know what to post, I kind of tend to shift the I tend to shift to Kobe post because I know him the best. I like I can easily just think of something off the top of my head. So I was thinking about like his work ethic posts. So I had a I like one day I made three posts about his work ethic, one with him like studying great white sharks off of the coast of South Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next was about him um, studying the referee handbook and the last one was about him taking a tap dancing class to, like improve his ankle strength and like recovery from an injury oh so I posted those three things yeah. and in the comments all three of them like really blew up and in the comments people were replying absolutely hysterical comments like um, like these mob of mentality like memes like oh in 1998 Kobe did this and then after this he did this to like you know like get better at whatever that was yeah and it was they were just hysterical so then I started posting my own and then those blow up and the next thing you know you see accounts like um 
Duncan Hoops Nation posting about their own. I'm just like, oh my god! That's and awesome. And all of a sudden, Kobe is kind of like the new Chuck Norris. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> that is exactly right. Because I saw one. I I'm not sure if you posted or if I saw it somewhere else where it said that Kobe used to eat soup with a fork just to show uh, his teammates how tough he was. Yeah, no, that that one was not me. Okay, okay. Yeah, that one got me too. But I definitely saw the referee handbook thing, and and I was honestly taken by it. I was like, wow, that's pretty crazy to know like where the refs would be and stuff. And I was like, dang, that's pretty solid. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if James Harden did that as well. Oh honestly. yeah, yeah, exactly. Who would be some of the most popular players among your followers? Because they're not always going to be the same. You know, they're not going to have the same interests as you. But since they are big into the NBA as well, they have yeah. big preferences. Ooh, let's see. All right. There's definitely Derek Rose, Russell Westbrook, um, LeBron, obviously. <laughs> However, LeBron is a bit polarizing. Honestly, I don't really like to post about LeBron because uh. when I, if I post, not negatively about him, but if I post something, like I personally believe Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time, so... If I post something why I believe he's greater over LeBron, I will instantly lose a lot of followers and get a lot of uh, negative comments. And on the flip side of that, if I'm posting to show you know non-biased takes why maybe LeBron is the goat over MJ, then I will lose followers that way too. So yeah. it's kind of like with LeBron, you can't win. You post positively about him, and you're a uh, LeBron lover just right. absolutely feening over him and then if i post <laughs> something maybe criticizing him i'm a hater right. so lebron is someone i kind of stray away from but obviously he's extremely popular yeah um let's see who else rose for sure westbrook lebron um i would say curry <laughs> curry luka Doncic is someone who's doing really well um with posts let's see who else Kobe always, Kobe always. Okay. More currently, I'm trying to think. KD is not not too popular. Who's that? Um, KD. Kevin oh, Durant, that's right, that's right. Not too popular. Um, Harden, not popular. Wow, because <laughs> of the foul. Not popular at all. In the, in the, because of the flops and, and foul oh, calls. Oh yeah, I, I can't. If I can't go a single post without him, without getting hundreds of comments about why his play style is cheap and how he's a flopper and how it doesn't count all his success. He's not popular. Um, Top three, I would say, are always doing well. Or I'll I'll do top four. Rose, Westbrook, LeBron, Kobe. Though I would say those guys are like consistently really well. Okay. Um, I was wanting to see what your goals are for yourself moving forward because you are kind of getting into the social media stuff. You've also been studying in school for different things to market sports and, and, and write about sports and really get into that. So what are your goals for yourself? Where would you like to be? Um, that, that's kind of an ever-changing question. Yeah. If you ask me a little over a year ago, I would have said I wanted to be like the next Woj I wanted to be like a like just a journalist for the NBA. Yeah. Now, if you asked me a few months ago, after my internship with the Dolphins, in which I did marketing, 
I would have said I wanted to work on the business side of sports. Now I'm leaning more towards business in general. Just I obviously marketing kind of just naturally goes with what I've done. Right. But um, I also just generally have an interest in like the communications and the media sides of things. So I'm 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 kind of torn honestly. I'm I have an interest in. It's hard when you're so passionate about like the NBA. So I'm kind of stuck in a crossroads of like the communication side of things, the business side of things, and there's also the law side of things, which I'm kind of interested in doing. Mm. Um, like if I would like would be interested in becoming an agent. So uh, luckily, I have some time on my side. <laughs> but yeah, um, I would say right now leading towards the business side of things i want to know side of professional sports i wanted to also kind of know about what your goals are for your two accounts yeah um honestly when i made the account it was kind of um what's the word it was all based on just you know the love for the game and i would say that's done really well for it so I don't want to. I have goals in mind. Like I would want to have a, a podcast eventually. Um, I want to get, you know, myself more involved in the account, like with Instagram lives and working with other NBA accounts that are just as established, but just to get you know more of yourself out there. Yeah. Um. But go, going forward, it's it's kind of hard to say because you don't know at the growth at the growth rate that you're going to, you know, grow at. So that kind of depends, I would say. I would like to get more involved, you know, um, with partnerships and with, um, you know, business accounts, get more experience and just dealing with other businesses. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, it, it's kind of like playing it by ear, I guess, because, you know, like a year ago, like exactly this time last year, didn't really have much business opportunity and I had about like 30,000 and now I'm sitting here today um, with, you know, 133,000 and then another account with 151,000. So it, it's, it's kind of hard to predict if you get what I'm saying. Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, we've been working for a few years and haven't gotten anywhere near where you're at. So I'm just soaking all of this up and I, I totally get where you're coming from, man. Um, mm -hmm. Do you have any last piece of advice for any account or business company that's trying to really up their follower count, uh, get more exposure on social media, and just help spread their word about themselves? Yeah. Um, so for just generally growing any account, whether it be business or uh, you know yourself, I definitely think for one, you need to have a select niche and have a real target audience because some accounts that I see, not NBA, probably more so less sports, just people that are trying to grow accounts in general, is they don't really have like a target audience. They're kind of all over the place. So for one, I would say definitely, um, you know, figure out what you're going to do and stick by that. <laughs> um, after that, once you decide what you, what direction you want to go in it's really just all about like putting in the work the time and just doing like scrappy things like literally doing anything honestly something that really works 
like. Um, a lot of the accounts similar to mine, we, we are pretty close together. NBA Instagram is kind of a tight-knit community, I'd say. So um, we would work together and we would do giveaways all the time just to give back to our followers. And yeah. once you get one account and then another and then another and then another, you're kind of reaching, if we're all about the similar size, it's about 400,000 people. So then you can do something where, oh, we'll give this away follow the accounts and then that's just a way to you know we're giving back to your fans and then we're giving exposure to these other accounts that are doing great work as well so that's something that works but um it's i i just think it's really about being scrappy and i don't even think editing is that big of a deal i feel like a lot of people harp on like the editing of their posts like a lot it definitely is a big deal don't get me wrong however like i am extremely lacking in editing skills Uh Most of my posts are legitimately, I will tweet something, I will screenshot it, and then if I'm posting about Kobe or whoever, I'll screenshot that, I'll get a, I have a collage app, the top is the tweet, and then the bottom is just a picture of Kobe, and then I will just literally add, after the NBA never stops, so like, minimal time for me is like put into editing, it's, and that I think really speaks to itself that it's really more about like the content and if it's like interesting and unique is once you get that following you will make the explore page and um yeah and then like like i said earlier like once once you make the explore it's kind of like not that you're set because you need to continuously do it but you know it definitely makes it easier because then instagram is kind of doing the work for you like they're taking your posts and they're like here like here look right. at this guy's post to like other people that might be interested okay very cool, very cool. Nick, uh, thank you so much for being on the show. It was really thank cool to, to be able to learn from you and, and hear all about your journey, and I really wish you the very best going forward. No, same, same to you. Thank you for the opportunity. It's been amazing. Hey, guys, don't forget to share, like, and subscribe.